guys, and welcome back to One Last Thing. I'm Brandy. And I'm Salitha. And it's been a little minute, but if we're going to be honest here, there's been a lot of stuff going on. I will say um, a couple weeks ago, Salitha, Christy, and I, we all were able to meet up. Well, we were able to see Salitha's home turf now. So (laughs) (laughs) we were able to explore and her and her boyfriend Jet were like the best hosts. Um, they like sleep them in an itinerary for us, y'all. Like she had like step by step things we could do. It's beautiful. The sites were unreal. Honestly, um, I was telling Salitas today. There's this one restaurant, really good, and <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm craving it. You should get that because it was so good. Yeah, I I'm just really happy that Brandy and Christy were able to come and fly over to see me. I like was afraid that they wouldn't have fun. So that's why I set up like a whole itinerary <laughs> and everything just had to be perfect because, you know, I, I want to put in the effort if people are like paying money to come see me obviously it was so funny we were like we're here for you and she's like yes like she was she had no sleep literally she woke up at like I don't know how early it was maybe four or five and she got us these specialty like donuts wait what was that donut place called it was called small batch donuts and they have they don't have a storefront but you pick up their donuts or you can like pay for delivery but it's in Costa Mesa so good so I like and I say it's so good. I don't like donuts. So me liking it, they were amazing. Like it was just so many, like there was one that was almost like a mixed berry type one. Then they had like a lavender one and then like a chai green tea or something. Yeah, pistachio. So like it was, it was definitely gourmet and none of the donuts were overly sweet. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah, they were so good. I don't know. It was just... <laughs> It was so dreamy, like so many pictures we took. It was just a really fun time. Yeah, I was just trying to convince Brandy to move down here (laughs) the whole time. We'll see if that happens, but she is still up there in NorCal. Yes, and I mean, I will say one of the highlights of the trip um, was me and Lonnie learning more about each other (laughs) because I told told Salitha this. I was like, I remember there was one night I was sleeping And then all of a sudden I felt this presence and I was, I woke up and I'm looking around and then I feel like, you know, when you hear like breathing and I turn and it was Lonnie staring at me (laughs) It was the middle of the night. And I was just like, okay. (laughs) Hi Lonnie. That is so funny. I don't even know how she left my room though. She has thumbs. (laughs) She opened the door. (laughs) And her breathing is so loud. (laughs) it was just so funny like I mean that's my little friend but she did scare me at that point I was like um I wonder if she was like just up there waiting for y'all to wake up or she was literally (laughs) staring at you that's what I'm wondering I was like how long was she here I was like I mean at the time I was kind of fearful but then I was like oh it's just Lonnie so it's okay yep Oh my gosh. So we do have something we do want to tell you guys is I just turned 25. Salitha is turning 25 in like, it's now like three weeks. Yeah. So really soon. Yeah. 
it's Sagittarius season, baby. Uh, yes. I mean, just because you're a Sag, that's why it's like my brother is too. So okay. yes, we got to give you your props. <laughs> but yes, like I was like, she's literally, we're both about to be 25. And we were talking about this, like, you know, that feeling of the quarter life crisis. And I thought it wasn't real. Cause I was like, I felt like I had a quarter life crisis. Well, it wasn't even a quarter when I was like 15, 16, you know, I felt mm-hmm. like, what have I done with my life at that age? <laughs> but 25 yeah. feels different. It definitely does. And I think we're just kind of like saying it's a quarter life crisis just because, you know, Brandy just turned 25 and I am about to be. So the timing just fits. And um, we wanted to kind of just share our thoughts that, you know, we've kind of been going through the past few months. And, you know, I think a lot of people would relate to, to being around this time. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I mean, I guess for me, like, cause how would you say, what do you think? Cause you know how some people say like, when they turn 25, that's when all of these realizations come. And, you know, sometimes people say it's because your, what is it? Your frontal, frontal lobe has developed <laughs> completely. It's like, I didn't even think about that until you came over here and like, you started talking about like the brain being fully developed. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't know, like, did you feel like, I mean, I've, we've talked about this, but for the people, do you think it started for you? like early on where you would have, like you had a moment in time before you were almost 25 where you were like, oh my gosh, like I'm having a crisis or something. I think my first crisis about like what I'm going to do with my life really hit me before the end of high school though. Um, and that's just because I had like a, like a straight plan, like a set path that I thought I was going to follow. Mm-hmm. And I came to this realization that I think that I'm going to be miserable if I follow this plan. And that's when I was trying to seek like validation and approval from people who like supported me with the original plan. And if I were to like change it up all of a sudden, would they still be supporting me? Am I making the right decision? So that was my first like crisis and realization about what I wanted to do in my life. Yeah. And I will say I was kind of worried about where the direction of my life was going to go even before I moved. Mm -hmm. So this whole year was like a big learning and learning lesson and like just discovering what's out there and what's next for me. How about you? No, I I completely understand that. I feel like moving always like, especially moving as an adult, because I feel like um, I moved around as a kid, but it's so much different when you're an adult because it, there's not that same. I mean, you still have support, but it's like you're your you're your stability because you're the one that's building a new network and everything else in a new place. But I definitely say I started like stressing about what I was going to do with my life at like 16 for sure, because <laughs> I remember, I think I said this in a previous episode where I like had made this like list of all these things I was supposed to do. And I was like, I'm going to bury this letter. I still have that letter. I never buried it, but it's, it's in like a sandwich bag. And I was like, I'm going to just keep this and make it all happen. 
mind you, that was for my 10 year plan. I turned 26, like, you know, next year. So it's kind of like, every time I look at that, I feel like a little bit of pressure of my younger self, but yeah, definitely. And we can go deeper into that, but like 16, I was just like, oh my gosh, like after I had written everything I wanted done, I'm like, like I, I could feel myself like feeling the anxiety now, just like, how am I going to do it? Yeah. Like, like, you know, I can do it, but it's like, how am I going to do it? And then you're like, your heart's all hurting. So right. definitely felt it then. I'm yeah, no, I can relate. And I do get tired of hearing this all the time, but it is relatable. I think across many people with the whole COVID thing, I do not even feel like I'm 25. I still feel like I'm 23 or 23. Every time somebody asks me like, how old are you? Or when I truly think about my age, the, the numbers 23, like pop up in my mind. Like, yeah. yeah. And then I, I kind of get disappointed because then I'm like, oh wait, I'm actually older than that. But you know, it is what it is. And it's just, we can get into like the specifics of like what we've been feeling. So, yeah, yeah, no girl, I feel that. Cause I'm telling you, it's like, I, I think aging is a beautiful thing, but mm-hmm. then with the pressure of turning a certain age, I feel like there are certain expectations. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say more, I wouldn't say like the world because I don't, I think it's more of like the internal pressure we have in ourselves, but then there's also pressures of the world in a way where some people may feel like, well, I'm not here. Or if there's someone younger than me and they're doing this, and it's like, we all have different paths in life. Yeah. It's just that sometimes you feel like, well, am I in my purpose though? <laughs> right. I'm just working really hard and I'm not even in my purpose. The timeline thing is a big deal to me. I know a lot of people will say, you know, you can't decipher when the best thing is going to happen to you or when you're going to achieve the goals that you've wanted. But I try to like think about it by age, just because that's something that I can visually see and anticipate like, okay, did I do enough in this year to get me closer to like the next goal? But then there are other people who are a bit more lenient and try to like relieve that pressure off themselves by just reminding them, hey, like it's not your timing, it's God's. And I just have to remind myself that, but I think just remembering, okay, the older you get, like, have you done anything to really get you to what you've been like vocal about doing or are you being lazy? So it's just a matter of like being accountable on what you're doing like day to day. So it's just like a reminder to not slack. That's how I. I feel that though too. No, I feel that because I don't know. And I was telling you this as well. I was like, there's just always this feeling when I feel at peace. I'm like, why are you peaceful? Why are you not stressing about the next thing you need to achieve? Because I think a lot of times, and I'm sure you understand too, like growing up after I would achieve a goal I had for myself, I would literally just be like, okay, what's the next thing? Like, okay, I've achieved it, blah, 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 move on. I got to keep going. 
because I was on this race to finish things by a certain time. And if I didn't, then it's like you failed. And I just want to say failure is not a bad thing. Sometimes that's just a way to redirect you. And I know people say that a lot, but it's true. Or reinvigorate what you could have done. Like reinvigorate you into that passion that you had, but give you that insight into how you can do better. And so I have to take things that way because a lot of times I'll be like, well, why am I at peace? Why like, have I not been doing what I'm working towards then? You know? And so that's a lot hard. That's hard to decipher sometimes. So can you recall a time within like the past few months where you felt like you were at peace, but then now you're trying to find out, like, are you on the right path or were you freaking out about something in particular? Yeah. So, I mean, being transparent here, like (laughs) right before I transitioned into my new role, I was like at such peace and it was like the weirdest thing. And it wasn't even like, it was honestly, it, it felt like such a short period that I felt peace, but it was actual like true peace because it was like nothing could evade that. Like nothing could like, my bad, nothing could penetrate the peace I felt. And so even though like I had been dealing with a lot of different things, I was like, okay, I know God has got me this far. And I mean, I just take that into account all the time is because I'll be like, oh my gosh, like I never would have thought I would be in the position I am in now or the, because obviously we both are like, okay, we're going to be successful, but it's just like, like in our own ways of how we define it. But to like, see it happen before your eyes is such a different thing. And that I had that piece before I saw something happen. And I think that's what really um, like made me be like, okay, good. This is a good decision. And when I transitioned into my new role, it's like, okay, good. (laughs) Like, and you know, I still feel that piece, but then frantic Brandy still in there. So when frantic Brandy, like after I got into this, like it's, it's almost like when I transitioned into something new, frantic brandy started trying to creep its way in (laughs) I don't know what about you no I get that and that's what I've been kind of feeling throughout this year I think before I moved that was when it kind of truly hit me I kind of reached this point in my life where what is the next thing that's going to make me feel more satisfied or bring true enjoyment in regards to like achieving a certain goal. And so one of my goals was to move out of my home state and really try living a whole new life somewhere else before I finally settled down. And I didn't expect to move like really fast. It all happened within like two weeks of knowing that I was going to come to California. And so that's really cool. But before I moved, I was like, okay, what's the next best thing? Because I, I feel like I've been sitting on this like constant plateau for a good year or so. And I was waiting for like a big like pivot. 
And that didn't really come until I actually got to move. So that taught me about patience and reminded me that you can't just sit around waiting for one specific thing and, you know, use the time in between then to work on other things as well. Because obviously I had, I have more than one goal than just to, you know, move somewhere because, well, now that I'm thinking, talking about California, I didn't realize, cause it's only been three months. I didn't realize that I, I'm already getting to the point of, okay, so what is my purpose being out here? And like, what am I going to be learning like from this experience? And I mean, I've learned a lot. I've grown to like live more independently being out here, but I was already independent, like back in Arkansas anyway. So it didn't really make that much of a difference. It was more so opening my eyes to kind of send the message that there are nicer places out in the world and there are different kinds of people. So it was refreshing to really live in this kind of environment and go through that experience. But now that I kind of settled in and explored a lot, I'm more focused in my career at this point and just trying to figure out what I should do next to feel more fulfilled and feel like I'm I'm living or I'm doing things day to day that's impacting my purpose. So I'm trying to figure that out. That's where I'm at in life. No, I completely understand that. And I just want to backtrack, like, literally, um, that was a message when you were saying, uh, working in the in-between, because like how you said, it taught you patience before you moved. And it's just like, obviously, you were building more than just, oh, let me move to California. Like, you had things in preparation. And so I feel like that's one of those things where it's like uh, preparation meets opportunity and where you're supposed to go. And like when it happened, it happened. And now it's like, okay, good. Now I'm here. Cause that's how I feel a lot. It's like, okay, well, I got the goal I wanted. Now what? Now what else can I do? And I don't know, like I was going to ask you, I mean, would you feel that like if you got the next thing that you were planning do you feel like after you achieve that you would still feel that restlessness or like do you think that there would be some type of serenity because it's like okay all the things I've been doing has worked toward this moment and now I have it like I don't know yeah I was actually thinking that while I was like speaking and I do feel like if I get my, well, one of the like biggest things that I really want to accomplish, I'll be at a whole different level. I'll be like operating at a different level of peace and happiness and just being satisfied. But knowing that like the pressure that I put myself in regards to trying to achieve certain things by like a certain timeline I have bigger goals in the future to achieve. So it's like, after I get this one thing done, I will be working on like the next thing, or I'll be working on trying to make this thing that I got to get 
you know, to be more successful in the long run. And I don't want it. To, I don't want to default to it being like, oh, that's just my personality. Like I'm, I'm just like restless and I want more. What's the next best thing? That's not really me, but I have a good outlook on what's appropriate in regards to how many goals you get, like I need to achieve in this lifetime. So that's how I view it because there is a good side to me where I like to rest. Sometimes, I mean, when people get tired, you, I don't want to use the word lazy, but it's like, there's, there's balance. And I don't want it to be like, oh, I'm just this workaholic because it's not like that at all. I know what being a workaholic is like, because I used to be that way, but it's, it's been a good few years where I had already transitioned out of that mindset, but now I'm in a position where like work-life balance is super important, but I'm ready to be grinding towards a bigger thing. It's just kind of waiting on like the right opportunity and setup. Yeah. And that's what I was going to ask you too, is, uh, what would you say like a year from now, like if you were in the same position a year from now, would you be okay with that? Or do you have like a certain, uh, vision of what a year from now today will look for you? Cause let's imagine it's 12, 1, 2024. And <laughs> what would your thoughts be right now? Well, the funny thing is like the next year is going to fly by so fast again. Uh, just when it's don't point- remind me, it's like wild. Um, but I wouldn't, I would kind of be disappointed. I'm just going to like be straight up because I have already been in a position where like with the move, for example, and this was controlled by outside factors in regards to like COVID and like job opportunity and stuff like that. But for me to know that I had to like wait a good year for this move, the the time in between, it kind of sucked. I'm going to be honest, like a lot happened during that time, but I felt like because mentally I was, I was already ready, but I was waiting for these outside things to align. It just... It, it was very longing and I don't want to, I don't want to do that again. So that's why I feel this pressure referring back to like the quarter life crisis. I feel this pressure to start grinding and like figuring out what the day-to-day is going to look like right after like the holidays, just because I'm going to go see my family. And so there's like a good month where, you know, I'm going to do my, my catching up and stuff like that. And, but I want to come back to California and be like, okay, this is the short-term goal that I'm wanting to execute. And I want to, I want to do that really fast because I'm the type of person where once I really want something, and if I have that vision all laid out, I have to just do it. And so, yeah, to simply put it, if I was in the same position a year from now, I wouldn't be okay. How about you? (laughs) I completely feel that just because, you know, I've been talking to you about this for a minute. I was like, honestly, Salitha and I send each other our own little podcast through voice memos. Literally, I'll be like, Salitha, and then I record. 
but I'll just feel like, I just feel like there's something missing. And I like how I am too. It's just, I need to see that I am not feeling stagnant. And a lot of that has to do is like intentional goals I have. And so I think that's hard just because sometimes like how you set that waiting period that always makes it so hard. But I will say in the waiting periods that I've had before, it kind of made me focus on myself more so then I could learn how to navigate when I had another waiting period. So in that way, it helps. I just don't like them. (laughs) If I'm being completely honest, like the waiting periods are hard. Like I'm not going to lie and be like, oh yeah, fun times. Like No, like I have to force myself to really look into why is this a benefit? And I think I've gotten a lot more calmer when things don't come the way I thought they were. And I can actually look at it with more clarity. And so long story short, no, I wouldn't be happy. Like I wouldn't be okay, I should say, with things being the same, the exact same, like I want a little different, like good spicing up, not bad spicing up, but like good spicing up of my goals and things that happen. I, yeah, I totally agree. And when I say that, like, I mean, like, even when it comes to my professional career, like right now, obviously it's obvious both of us work in corporate, but even when it comes to the next big thing in corporate for me, I want that because I I can't live a life where, yes, I'm comfortable right now, but I don't think this is enough for me. And the only reason why I think that is because this goes to what you value yourself. I, I feel because growing up, I was trying like, you know, the career path that I am in right now was not plan A truthfully it really wasn't but I'm glad I'm happy with where I'm at because I'm I'm happier and I'm where like I'm meant to be versus the other way around but I I think I have more to bring to the table whether that's to whether the end goal is going to end up like serving just the people that I know directly or people in out in the world and what I'm currently doing right now, I just don't feel like I'm using my talents to its fullest capacity. And so that's why I'm like, I'm tired of sitting around and like playing the the comfort game. So, and I'm glad I'm realizing this now because it's only been a couple years that I've been like working full time after graduating but I just feel like I have more to bring to the world and to the people that I love. So that's where all this pressure is coming from because I also just don't want to like wait around and the more you wait around, the older you get. And I just feel like the older I get, I should be focusing on other things that are going to be much more important than me being 25 and just trying to like find another avenue to be successful in, you know? Because and by that, let me just be specific. It's like when you hit, when you're close to 30 or something and you're at that mentality of, oh, I want kids or I want a family or I want to buy a house. 
those things you can't just like put off to the side because you are working with like a biological timeline or maybe the market's going to be good then, but then the market's not going to be good like five years from then. So I just want to be ready for those things that I for sure have to focus on. But right now in between 25 and 30, I'm trying to like set it all up with like whatever I really want. I'm trying to like get it up and running. I completely feel that. that and I think that's perfectly stated too, because it's like, you know, and, and that's what makes it click for me too, of like why 25 is such a pivotal age. Cause I feel like, you know, a lot of ages you can feel stuff, but when you're like 25, it's like, okay, like playtime is over. Like it's no time for games. Like we're adults. So like you really need to get yourself self together because after that, um, things get more serious. Like, you know, uh, especially depending on what type of life path you want. Like if you want to have kids or if you want to have a place to settle down, cause you know, some people are digital nomads and they're like 30 plus mm-hmm. or 40 plus, And that's just how they want to live their life. But you know, with how our goals are, it's kind of like, and I feel like other people's too, sometimes you'll feel like, okay, I'm 25 now. What do I have to show for myself? And it, it does like, cause, and I think we both said, said it too. It's like, we are like good where we're at and everything. And yes, it's comfortable, but then the goals that we have, it's like, we won't have the same type of capacity years from now, just because bandwidth gets different as you get older. But <laughs> I definitely see it. Like, I mean, I feel like even parents, like I always tease my parents. I'm like, y'all just go easy on the younger ones, but it's like their bandwidth at 24 becoming parents and their bandwidth at their age now being parents, because you know, I ain't going to try to expose them, but their age now being parents to my younger siblings is a lot different because their priorities are still like, oh, we want to raise good kids, but it's just like the certain things we were like hyper over y'all hyper this, like helicopter this. It's, it's not the same because their bandwidth is different. So I think another way to look at it is kind of like when you're playing a sport and you're really good at it while you're young and you have the capability to like perform at your best. That's how I'm kind of like looking at my goals and the timeline of when I want to execute them in my life. Because realistically, when you're older, it's not like you can't achieve learning a new sport and being good at it. But the way that you move, how fast you're going to accomplish that, it's going to take a longer time. And then on top of that, it's like you have to think about your health or you can't you know, go all out physically because you're older and then maybe there's like health issues. And so that's how I think about like me trying to achieve my goals while I'm young and while I'm like super energetic and I have the capacity to be like, not that I support all nighters because I mean, I don't really do those, but it's like, what if I do have to do that? I would rather want to do that now than when I'm 35 plus trying to focus on like supporting my kids or whatever the like priority is at the time so yeah that's (laughs) I feel that pressure (laughs) yeah no and you know we don't want to (laughs) 
we don't want to cause the stress more stress but yeah but I like that we're you know vocalizing this because I think a lot of people our age do feel that way and there's a lot Mm -hmm. of people who put a lot of like disappointment in themselves for like not being at a certain place in life I agree so yeah yeah, this is just kind of like a reminder or a note to just keep yourself accountable on like what are your actions day to day that part yes keep yourself accountable because I feel like a lot of times uh like people will say oh well you have time but it's like, what, what is the time? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like what exactly, how much of that time do we actually have? Because right. you just never know. And I mean, God forbid, but I always look at things as like, you know, what am I going to leave behind? Like if something were to happen, what have I, what was I actually working on as somebody like my parents, if they could get into my phone and just be like, oh, okay, she has this like that. <laughs> she left. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like kind of morbid, but something something that I can like have left and something that I've done because I don't want it to get to a point where I've and I I mean I I haven't been because I've been anxious since forever but it's like those things of feeling like you didn't you didn't get to a even a starting point on something you want to actually hit that starting point and that's Mm -hmm. why like I feel like we're both in a way saying too like start today what's stopping you um like if you're doing it on the side you're just trying to figure out okay what is that goal because you don't want it to be years down the line and then you have that what if feeling right and that's my biggest thing is like I don't ever want to be like well what if I just tried a little bit harder what if I like did one more thing or try one more time and so that's kind of what keeps me going a lot (laughs) right I don't know, but since, you know, at the moment I did just recently move and then it's only been three months, I'm just going to kind of focus the rest of what I'm saying with what I'm going through right now. Mm -hmm. I just, I do think that because it is an investment to move somewhere like California, because it is more expensive and not everyone can do that, but there's a reason to why I I'm doing it. And like, I have to remind myself, not, I don't really have to remind myself. I think this every day, like, okay, cool. Like I came out here. I'm, I'm enjoying the weather. The experience is awesome. The people that I'm like in my neighborhood or like in this County is they're amazing, but it's just funny because everything almost seems like it's perfect but I still feel like something's missing. So that to me tells me (laughs) that yes, moving somewhere was one of my big goals, but I'm realizing how, like how valuable that really is or isn't to me, but no regrets. Like I love what I just did, but I think where I'm at right now is just like I mentioned before, I'm kind of more career oriented, but I want to like, create whatever that is for myself not not just go through I guess what at the moment I'm in corporate so like not just follow that and think that that's success because to me I think that's the 
bare minimum of like what I should be achieving in regards to society's standards. But for what I've always envisioned for myself growing up, I, I still am far from where I want to be. I feel that I like, I really do. And that's why I'm like, I have to learn how to take breaths because <laughs> like I said, frantic Brandy likes coming out where I'm like anything, let me just do a bunch of stuff so then I can distract myself. But I feel like these in-between times is where you really have to grind, like just grind because I, I think, uh, and a lot of times I feel like, okay, when you don't see the traction that you think you're like, you want, that's when it makes it harder. And yeah. sometimes it's like, okay, what do I do? Like, how do I do this? Who do I go to? Because what I'm doing isn't something that someone else I know, or the people close to me are doing. So it's a little bit harder to, um, have that feedback. Like, whereas, you know, if you're in corporate, like you, we have those networks because that's our specialty right now. That's mm -hmm. what our craft is like. And that's why I think it's so interesting when I think about like, um, oh, what am I good at? Like, what is my skill? Like my number one skill or something like that. And it's like, I feel like I'm good at a lot of things, but then like <laughs> what I'm skilled at is like, okay, that's some, that's like the talking portion. Like that's not even really, I don't know how to describe it. You know what I mean? Like where there's certain people that like engineers, for example, they're skilled at being able to, depending on what type of engineering, like getting bugs or things like that. That's what their skill is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what I'm trying to say is I want to feel that same way in my goals of like, okay, I've gotten to the point where I'm skilled. I know how this works. I know how to keep, keep it moving and do it. So I don't know. It's hard. I think it's because you have a lot of interest in so many different things and you know that you're good in all of those things, but it's really just trying to tell yourself to focus on one lane to really perfect that craftsmanship because that's what I'm working on right now. And I, that's been a somewhat of a battle that I've had growing up and like to put it in simpler terms, when it came to playing in sports or doing arts and stuff like that, when it came to contests or competitions, I felt like I was a pretty like successful player. But when it really came down to picking that one thing and being perfect in it, it was hard to to say, okay, like I'm the I'm the best person at this thing, just because I'm so good and I really like a lot of other things. But I don't, I don't want this to end up being like, oh, no, you just like too many things. No, like I'm past that phase. But, you know, it's just maybe it's just trying to pick that one thing that's worth going all in for and, you know, figuring out like what that little day to day thing is to get there. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I mean, we can talk more a little bit after this. <laughs> I was like, like Selita knows certain specific goals, but that's kind of what I've been trying to hone in on too, is because it's like, I'll like expand myself and it's like, yeah, I pride myself on giving a hundred, if not 110% to stuff I'm doing. However, when you spread yourself thin, you can't possibly like be your best self or put in as much as you can into something. And so- if you focus on something that branches out into the other things that you want, that's a lot 
that's a lot easier, I feel, or a smoother transition. Um, but I don't know, I, I guess like transitioning this conversation, what would you say is something that provides you peace and, or, and advice you would give to other people that are like our age, about to be 25, a little bit older than 25 or what, um, gives you the peace to be like, okay, even though I don't see things immediately, I can still be content in what is here, but still working. Well, for me, what gives me peace, and I do believe that this would transfer over to anybody who's listening, is having a good support system, whether that's your friends or your partner or your family who know like what your goals are and they understand and align that, hey, you trying to get to this specific point in life to really be like, okay, I'm super happy or I'm satisfied. And so knowing that other people are there to like support you and remind you, especially during the times that you feel kind of down or demotivated, it, it, it picks you back up. Because the other day it's like, guys, I, I'm having a quarter life crisis. And I texted that to Brandy and Christy, but like just hearing words from them that I already knew, but like, just, you know, couldn't, I guess, sit on at the time made me feel good. But along with that, my boyfriend, like we have similar goals. We want to achieve certain things. And we're always here reminding each other that, Hey, like things take time and it's not going to like, maybe not everything's going to be the same in regards to how we like envisioned it, but we're going to get to where we want if we don't give up. And then on top of that, like I pray about what I want. And it's just like this move. I've prayed and waited so long to come over here. And this is just one of the examples, but everything that I truly have wanted to get so far in life, I've gotten because I've you know, I've prayed about it. I have a relationship with God. And so to me, that's what keeps me going. But there's also, I guess you can say from like an entrepreneurial like perspective, I have that little like fire in me. That's just like, okay, things aren't going right now, but I really want this. And so that's, that's why I just keep going or that's why, or at the very least, I don't at like 100% like lose hope. So that's how, yeah, that's my advice. <laughs> how about you? No, I completely agree. I, and, and that's one of the things like, I, I like, especially with having a support system that kind of reinforces, like you said, what you know, but then it also gives you that, that's that feeling of, okay, let me center myself. I can do this. Um, I feel like I gain peace from like, and, and that's just because I'm very like, I have to see it. And so I like making little goals for myself. Okay, Brandy, you're going to do this today. You're going to do that today. And that helps in making me feel like, okay, you're working towards something and that gives me peace. But then I also have peace just from like what I've seen and I don't know if I've spoke about this on the podcast, but um, like Salitha was saying, like just praying, like I would pray for things. And sometimes I felt like my prayers weren't answered 
but they were transformed into something I didn't think they would become. And so in a way, yes, it was answered, but it was just like, oh, wow, I didn't expect all of this. This is great. And I don't know, I always have that mindset of like, you know, you'll think you want something so bad, but then something greater or something unexpected comes and you're you're just as satisfied as you would have been with that goal that you had been envisioning, if not more. Like, for example, me going into my master's program, like all the things that aligned with that, like when it was just getting into the program, then it was like, oh, okay, well, what about like, oh, I'm just going to have to pay for it, or, you know, take out a loan. That was taken care of. Like I, I wound up getting a fellowship and it's just like, all these things that I never really thought I was going to be a finance person. Like that was not, that was not really my, oh, this is what I was going to do. And it just worked. And the blessings that came out of it were so much more than what I could have imagined or what I could have envisioned. And so I think about things like that. And that makes me realize like, okay, things have happened before. Things have worked out before. And it's just about what are you doing to work towards that? And I think that gives me a lot of peace because, you know, I'll talk to my, <laughs> I was telling Salifa and Christy, I was like, I was telling my mom, like I was so stressed <laughs> because I was stressed because I wasn't stressed. And so, which, you know, I can understand why my mom said this, but she was like, Brandy, we do not have time. For, like she said, we do not have time for this. You can't keep nitpicking every little thing to be like, and look at this, everything is destroyed or everything is all this. It's like, no, look at it on a very clear mindset and just have that perspective going in. Because when you come in with a cluttered mindset and you're nitpicking everything that you think isn't right, then you're going to be unhappy. You're going to be stressed. You're going to have all these other things that you're thinking, oh, I can do better. And that's not, it's not healthy. And you're not going to be happy long-term. You're going to always find something that you're unsatisfied with. There's something that's always falling short of what you want. So I just think like also walking in gratefulness as well, that, that really helps and just being like, okay, I can find something <laughs> that will make me chill. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I think if you have like the basic foundations of like what makes a life successful, like love and happiness and safety and all that, obviously if those things are taken care of, everything else is just kind of like take it and run with it and see how successful you can be. But you know, I'm just trying to like make my current time like useful. And so that's why we feel the way that we feel at the moment. Yeah, no, I just take a breath, guys. (laughs) Breath, guys, and you can do it. But thank you guys for tuning in. We really just wanted to give you guys an update. We just saw each other in SoCal and can't wait to see each other again. Brandy and I are actually going to be back in Arkansas for the holidays. Yes. Super high. We'll see if we can see each other because I'm going to be carless. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I'm flying back over there. But yeah. Yeah. Don't forget to follow our Instagram at one last thing. And we are on Spotify, 
Apple, other platforms, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Yeah. Bye, y'all.